Hey guys, happy Monday and welcome to To Make a Short Story Long. I really hope that you had a good weekend. I had such a fun weekend. It was kind of one of the only um, weekends where uh, now that things are starting to open up because we are officially in in phase 1.5, whatever that means. I mean, I know what it means, but it's kind of random. Um, Now that we are officially in a new phase due to COVID, um, there are some restaurants opening up. There are some, like, you can hang out with, I think, about five people outside of your household, those types of things. And so I definitely took advantage of that. And I went to a restaurant with some friends, and it was so, so good and... um, just, I don't know, there's just nothing like being in person with somebody, like physically being there with a person is just so much different than Zoom and all of that, and technology fatigue is such a thing. I have definitely been feeling it, and so I'm very happy that restrictions are starting to loosen up. And so, yeah, my weekend was good because of that, uh, and I hope it was good for you guys as well. Um, as always, let me know how I can pray for you, and I will honestly pray for you. <laughs> um, today, we are actually going to be talking about victory, and this is kind of going to be all over the place because I haven't quite formulated my thoughts as much. I have been thinking about this for a very long time, specifically We know we have victory in Christ, but what does that look like in the here and now? And I guess we are going to even talk about just having victory in Christ in general. Um, But what does that look like on this side of heaven? Because I feel like especially now there are so many hardships going on. Like I've told, I've talked to so many people and on top of an already just hard season due to COVID and racial issues and everything going on in the world, I feel like most of my friends have been dealing with like intensely hard personal um, situations. One of my friends, um, her dad died. Another one of my friends, his mom got diagnosed with cancer. It's just been, it's just been a lot. It's been a very heavy season and how does victory in Christ, do we have victory in Christ, even in a season like this? And if we do, which I believe we do, what does that look like? And what, and and how do we respond and, and everything like that? So I'm going to preface this. I'm going to put a disclaimer on here. Um, I'm not going to really be talking about, um, going to counseling, in this episode or any mental health issues or depression, anxiety, all of those things. I realize that is a real reality for a lot of people. I work with a lot of students that that is their reality. Um, so I'm, I'm very aware of it. Um, I do think even, even so, even with those things, um, that you still are able to have victory in Christ. Um, and I, and I do think a lot of times specifically with those, it is a combination of, um, God, God uses people, you know, like we go to the doctor when, when our body is sick, you can go to 
counselors and, and everything like that. And God works through those people. Um, but I did want to, I did want to mention that. And I did want to say that I'm not necessarily going to be talking about every, every different angle there is. And that is a huge, a huge part of our um, society as a whole is really, really struggling with mental health issues. And, um, and there are like so many resources out there. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to tell you guys about a resource if that is something that you've been struggling with during this time. It is actually a part of my church. We are doing a mental health um, care type of class. It's it's run by one of my friends, Josh, and he is just a wealth of knowledge. Um, he's a he's a counselor. He uh, like I promise you, you should you should go. You should participate if you have been feeling any sort of anxiety or depression in this season, or even if that is just um, how you have been for however long. Um, I would highly recommend that. I will put that in my Instagram highlight for you guys to go to, but I did want to preface it with that. Um, that being said, yes. So victory, <laughs> like most things in the Christian life, we are not quite in heaven right now. <laughs> if you haven't realized that, um, uh, but we do have victory. It's, it's a, we have victory in what is to come and we have victory now. Um, it is, it is like that paradox of here, but not yet. And I feel like that's so much of the Christian life and it can feel very confusing because of it. It can feel very frustrating because of it, because there's, there's not like, at least for me, there's not a simple way to describe um, what we feel because we know that although our future is so secure and it's going to be the most joyful thing and the most glorious thing, um, as Christians, we know that, but here and now it, we don't see that a lot of times. And it's like, um, it could be so hard to fi- kind of figure out, okay, um, how do I look different than the world, even though the world that I live in is the same world that everybody else lives in? That is where I'm coming, like what angle I'm coming at this with. Um, in, in a lot of ways, life is so bittersweet. Um, we know that obviously there's some sweet moments, there's some bitter, hard moments and, I would say most of life is holding those two things in your hands at the same time. And that doesn't feel like (laughs) that, that could feel like it. There's no victory in that, but I promise you, I promise you there is. And the thing is, it's not necessarily gonna look exactly maybe how I would want it to look because right now I want it to look like heaven is going to look like right now. And there is an aspect of that right now, but not in its fullness. And I want it to be where I don't have any pain, you know, no more pain, no more tears for anybody. Nobody goes through anything bad, all of that stuff. And frankly, that is not 
the reality for anybody, um, especially as Christians, it does say in the Bible, like we will go through things and it says, consider a pure joy, my brothers, when you go through trials of many kind, because it is the leads to the, it is the testing of your faith leads to perseverance, all of those things. We know this, we know that a Christian life does not equate, um, not ever going through trial, not ever struggling with sin or anything like that. So, so what does that mean for victory for us right now? Before we kind of answer that question. And again, I, I just want to say like, I'm not a preacher. I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. And it is meant to be more of a discussion. Obviously I'm just, it's a monologue right now, but if you guys ever want to talk to me about it, totally let me know. Um, yeah, but before we get into that, I just want to, um, get into the fact that Christ the final victory is already ours, you guys. We already are victorious as Christians. That is our that is our default, guys. When we accept Jesus into our heart, um, we are made victorious through him. And I'm just going to read from 1 Corinthians. Um, what verse is it? I think it's verse 15. Okay, yeah. It's 1 Corinthians verse 15. And I am going to be reading, uh, starting from verse 50. It says, I, t- I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality. Or sorry, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He has given, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So you guys, these verses, I mean, this just solidly points out that because of Christ, we have victory, you guys. We have victory and we will become, this sounds crazy, but like immortal. We will. Like once Jesus comes back, for us, we will become immortal in this. We will go and we will live with him in heaven and victory is ours. Death cannot overcome us. And it it is the kind of going to be the final battle, I guess, for lack of a better word. I mean, it is a battle, so that's not a bad word to use. Um, and you guys, we already know it's ours. So that is the main thing. If you, if you doubt that, like, just know victory is already yours. Okay. So what does this look like 
in the day-to-day because in the day-to-day you will still have trials of many kind as a Christian. You will still deal with sin in your life as a Christian. You will um, still be put into less than ideal situations and circumstances that you might not get out of and that is the reality of life and life as a Christian. However, there are so many reasons that in this even, through this, that we have victory. I just want to start out by saying that our victory in the here and now is still found through Christ. That is ultimately why we are victorious, why we will be victorious, why we're already victorious in the future, that why we're going to, you know, have eternal life with our Lord. Um, It is because of Christ. And even now, when we are not yet in eternity, we (laughs) have victory because of Christ. And I think it's, again, kind of pointing back to the other thing of There is a fullness of victory that will not be realized until we are together in paradise with all of the other believers and with our Lord. Um, There's a fullness that won't be realized until then. But there is also aspects of it that are, are going to be happening in the here and now. And they are big aspects of it. And a lot of those, I mean, all of those come through our relationship with Christ. And one of those um, is we are going to be having, we can have victory over, over our sin. And this, of course, happens not by our efforts or anything like that, but by God's grace in our lives. Um, and, and so the Holy Spirit, obviously, he sanctifies us, right? And so sometimes you might struggle with the sin and you, uh, by, because of the Holy Spirit, because of your relationship with Christ, that will no longer be a struggle or you will not, no longer be tempted to sin in that way. Um, and, and I, and, and that will be the end in this side of eternity. Like you will no longer have to struggle with like certain sins not to say that you're not going to ever sin again because I personally don't think I mean I know that there are some theologians that think you can get to the point in this side of eternity where you where you get to the point where you don't you no longer sin I don't think that um but um even even when you are struggling with something I believe that even then you have victory. And you know why? I'm going to... Okay, I'm getting really passionate. Um, The reason why is because of the verses in 2 Corinthians where Paul is talking about the thorn in his side. We don't exactly know what it is, right? Um, But it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, weaknesses and heart. Sorry, wow. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, 
in insults and hardship and persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak, then I am strong. And again, we're not, we don't necessarily know. And maybe more, somebody that knows more about this verse knows exactly what Paul is going through. Um, but we don't necessarily know if it's some sort of sin in his life. Uh, I don't, I don't know enough about it to know, but, um, regardless, yes, the, uh, sinning is our weakness, right? And Christ works even through that. Um, and, and this verse in general leads to other situations that don't have to do with sin and how we can have victory even in our persecutions even when people insult us um even when our situation is less than ideal we can have victory in that because Christ does work through our weaknesses and it can be frustrating at times because I don't know about you, but I want God to work in my strengths all the time. I want my life to be super sunshine and rainbows. I don't want to go through something because it will make me, uh, for whatever reason, you go through things. But like with Christ, nothing is, nothing is for, uh, is just like, oh, you're going through a hard time. He always I, repurposes it, Right in some way, shape, or form, you can always, um, you know, your, your, your faith is tested. Um, it, it is a way of sanctifying us. Um, the trials of the world are, even though they can be harsh and painful. Um, I'm not saying that, that God brings all those upon us. Um, but I, he does use the things we go through to, to give him glory and bring us good. And, um, yeah. So even in those times where you are going through it, you're going through persecution, um, you're going through unanswered prayer. Like I know of so many people that have prayed for healing in their lives for different things. And, um, and those are some of the hardest moments where, you know, you've been praying for something, for so so long and you're like lord like are you listening like do you not want me to have this um in my life right now or or what what is going on um and while i do think i i i don't know about all of that and like everything like that i do know that most people that have gone through crazy seasons of like it just endless prayer regardless of the outcome there has been something done in their lives in their spirit that has made them that that has sanctified them that yeah and so it's like that that old c.s lewis quote where god whispers in oh goodness i'm gonna butcher this it's something along the lines of like god whispers when you're going through like when times are good but shouts in your pain um, and I, I don't think that's as clean cut as sometimes people make it out to be, but I do think that when we lean into Christ and when we continue to go to him for the comfort we need in those times and the, and the answers we want and the clarity and the everything, when we continue to run to him in those times, 
it will it will be like we'll, we'll come out of it being closer to Christ um again it totally depends on what happens during those times but that is the reality for a lot of people I actually was hanging out with a friend recently and she was talking to me about it was a member of her church that she used to go to and she was saying that this woman um was in a wheelchair and she couldn't walk and I don't remember exactly why but I I think she used to be able to walk and then something made it so she was not able to walk anymore and so she was in a wheelchair and she would constantly get people coming up to her and praying for her for years and years and years and uh, and this is of course just one example but at the end there was like after years had passed and she had been praying about it too, um, nothing was changing, nothing was happening. And she had somebody go up to her one week and was like, we're praying for you. We, you know, we believe that the Lord can heal you and like all, all of this stuff. And, and she was like, I just, this blows my mind. You guys, this really like, it blows my mind. Um, she was like, honestly, like, I appreciate it. I love you guys. Like, I know, you know, Lord can, it can heal me and everything like that, but you should pray about something else because I have seen the Lord <laughs> work through me being in a wheelchair in like crazy ways that I would never have seen before. And honestly, I don't really want to go back to the way things were because I want him to continue to use this and I was like that is just insane (laughs) like honestly like I it's insane sounding but at the same time it she got to a point where she was like the Lord is using this and and the Lord can use your your pain your suffering whatever you're going through and again like life isn't one formula, you know, like the God doesn't work in formulas. And so while this is this one lady's story, this might not be your story. Your story might be one of healing, right? Your story might be one of healing today. Your story might be one of healing um, when everyone is going to be healed in eternity. And God works in mysterious ways and in ways that he alone can really fully know the extent of and sometimes we can see how he works when we're looking back right we can see the faithfulness of our savior we can see how he's led us and guided us and and a lot of times in the middle it seems so unclear and uncertain um but we know we can keep pressing on and and keep abiding in christ and we know that because of this, because of this, we have victory in the, in the here and now. He works in our weaknesses. Um, and we know that. And so that is kind of the first and second points, I guess. Um, and then the third one is um, that you will have joy and peace in this lifetime you guys and of course um there are moments and stuff like 
again, it's, it's complicated. It's not so cut and dry. Like I remember when I was, sorry, I just opened my door, (laughs) but I remember when I was going through like a hard season, I was like, wow, I thought peace would seem different. I thought joy would seem different. Or I thought that automatically, like after I prayed one time, I would just feel this peace washing over me, you know? And this joy washing over me and and sometimes it doesn't quite look that way sometimes it does you know oh my goodness sometimes there are those moments where you're going through something so hard and you just have God's peace and it's almost tangible you know you can just feel it and and you can see it and all of that like it's just so readily there and available to you and it always is and joy always is but sometimes it is going to be you coming (laughs) moment by moment surrender to Christ and that is so hard to do sometimes but you guys we do have joy we do have peace in the here and now um we are not defeated we are not defeated by sin and death we are not defeated by all of the horrible bad news that we we are seeing in the world and hearing in the world and of course we lament we mourn we we do all those things simultaneously we do that along with have joy and peace and love and we can do both there is enough room in our hearts for both and that is honestly like how the christian life is it is it is both of the things but god in in your relationship with him he oh my goodness he does he gives you joy and he gives you peace and it's hard to explain like it's hard to explain how it happens because frankly I don't really know how it happens I do not understand and that is I guess why it's called peace without understanding um I do not understand how you can be going through something so hard and still have peace and joy I just know that you can because I I have joy and peace when I'm going through hard things and so many of my friends do and sometimes it's it it's not it doesn't look the same up front necessarily with everyone but you guys that is that is the victory that we can have right now um okay and then the second or the the third and fourth points um one of them is uh, the victory that we can have right now is we can stop striving how many people do you know that are just striving and you don't even know what they're striving for? I feel like this is the world, right? We know that things should be better. We know that things should be different. We know that things are not how they're supposed to be and we're striving. We're striving for whatever we decided is uh, like the valuable thing to strive after and we're running and we're rushing and we're on this hamster wheel sometimes it it feels like or it feels like the world is kind of like that we um just keep going and going and it's not getting us anywhere and we're trying and trying and with god it's not even like you're not even on that wheel you're completely somewhere 
somewhere else entirely because Christ has already done the work for us. We, his grace, of course, like it says in 2 Corinthians, is sufficient for us. And we know this and we know that we can rest in him and rest in the work that he has already done. Um, I feel like I'm like the queen of disclaimers, but yes, I'm going to disclaim this again. Put a disclaimer on here. Uh, I don't think trying is the same thing as striving or earning. I think Brian McCormick, my pastor, said that. Um, I do think that it takes effort. The Christian life does take effort in some way. You do have to try to, you know, set time to spend time with your Lord and, and do all, you know, do these things, right? But it is different. It is completely different than striving and earning. And that is not our thing. That is not our thing as Christians. Um, and so, yeah, that is a victory, guys. Right now, we no longer have to stop. Uh, we, don't, we don't have to strive anymore. And what a relief, honestly. Um, and kind of hand in hand with that is the last point which is we have fulfillment right now. Um, And of course, that comes through our relationship with Christ. There's so many songs and and books and novels and, and people that say like, I just feel like there's this hole in my heart. There's like this missing piece or, or piece of the puzzle. Um, they know that there's something else out there and again it kind of is for striving like what are you striving after a lot of that is fulfillment and but they don't know what will give them fulfillment and we know that you guys we know that in Christ we are fully fulfilled (laughs) that is a lot of fulfillment um and we have that in the here and now we we can feel the fullness of God's love for us and joy for us and all of that stuff right now and you guys this is not a uh, this is this is not like a put it under the rug oh my gosh what what analogy am I trying to use right now I don't even know honestly uh this is not something that can be like brushed under the rug right I think that's the, the expression I'm not sure Um, I feel like a lot of times we don't necessarily think about that, but think about the people in your life that aren't Christians, that they have kind of everything that the world has said is going to bring them joy and happiness and make them feel fulfilled. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of friends. They have this, that, and the other. And, And yet still, they still are like, I just don't know. I just don't feel fulfilled um there is that is so hard to go walk through and that is not our reality as Christians we are fulfilled in Christ and that is our victory in the here and now um yeah so that that's that's it you guys and I know this was I hope this made sense I hope um this you could kind of were tracking with me. Um, I feel like these things are so hard to talk about sometimes because going back to like the beginning, um, a lot of the Christian life is like, 
we are here and the Lord is preparing us for what is to come. And, and, and while of course there's a victory here, as I just kind of pointed out in so many ways, and I'm sure in ways I haven't even thought about or mentioned or anything like that, um, we are not going to feel the fullness of being with believers in perfect paradise with our Lord, obviously until heaven. And, um, and that is why we long for that. I am so excited. That is like another thing about trials. It makes you long for heaven. It makes you long for that perfection that will be there where we will be, oh, I'm so excited. It's just so exciting to think about. Um, anyway, but yes, I hope this encouraged you, you guys, victory. We can live the victorious life now. Um, I don't mean that to sound cheesy in the slightest. I don't mean that to um, negate any negative feelings because it's not. It's not pushing those away. In in a sense, it's drawing them closer and, and giving them to Christ. And um, the, the victorious life is a gift from God and it's found in relationship with him and surrender to him. And I will leave you guys with that. But yes, I hope this episode was encouraging. I really hope that you guys have an amazing week. Um, let me know what you're gonna do this week. I don't know. Let me know if you're gonna do something fun with like, I don't know, and invite me because <laughs> I kind of, I don't know. I'm excited to hang out with people. So let me know and I love you guys and I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. Bye.